Welcome back to The Simple Plate, tales of local food made and produced by local people. I'm your host, Mark Idstrom. It's around this time of year that farmers have fully harvested their crop, whether it's the acorn squash that's been piled into a wheelbarrow in the cold garage, or our tomatoes that we picked for the winter. The culmination of efforts over the spring and summer have filled our stomachs and our pantries. However, there is an exception. In fact, there are seeds that are just starting to sprout in November. Today, we're joined by two farmers, Jake and Bridget, of Superior Greens, who grow microgreens year-round. Without further ado, let's get to the table. Can you guys introduce yourselves? Sure. My name is Jake Williams, um, farmer over in Washburn, Wisconsin. And my name is Bridget Reyna. Uh, Jake and I run a farm and a farm business called Superior Greens. I met you guys at the farmer's market, and I walked past and I saw microgreens for sale. And I was really fascinated because I've heard about them, but I've never seen them or tasted them. And you guys offered me one, and my interest just sparked even more. And so, first off, for our listeners, what are microgreens exactly? Uh, it's a great question. It's one we get all the time at the farmer's market. Um, they are basically just baby plants. They're anywhere from one to two weeks old, and they're grown from seed just like any other vegetable. We do radishes, peas, sunflowers, kale, just tiny little sprouts, tasty little nuggets of nutrition and flavor. Yep, basically they are seedlings, and they are grown in soil. The main thing that differentiates them, a lot of people confuse them with sprouts, Um, And sprouts are generally grown in water and eaten after only a few days of growth, whereas microgreens are grown in soil, and they are much bigger and beefier and usually eaten at about 10 days old. And that's, they get bigger and beefier and tastier because of the nutrients in the soil, right? Uh So what's like the nutritional value of microgreens? So we did a little bit of research on it, and... There's a lot of, well, not a lot, but a few studies out there about it that have looked at the density of nutrients uh, in microgreens. And generally, they'll have the same nutritional profile as their adult counterparts, but just in a higher density. And, for example, one study we found from the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry found that microgreens contain anywhere from 4 to 40 times the concentration of nutrients or minerals or vitamins. And so one of the benefits of microgreens is that you can grow it year-round right in the winter. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. We grow in a pretty small space uh, in our garage. It's only 8 by 10 feet and we're able to, it's well insulated. We built it ourselves. We're able to control the climate summer, spring, fall, winter um, and we're able to grow yep, right through the coldest part of our northern Wisconsin winters. Mm-hmm. And so you guys brought some microgreens in. We did. What have we got? We have got our spicy blend, which is radish, a couple different types of radish and mustard, spicy mustard with a wasabi flavor. Ooh. It's really good on brats and eggs. and. We eat them on a lot of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> what else can you put microgreens on besides, you guys like eggs, but what other applications are there? Just about anything. I'm going to pop these open, by the way. Oh, go for it. Uh, the most popular ways people use them we know of is obviously just topping off a salad. You know, they add a lot of flavor to any sort of simple salad. Throwing them on sandwiches and wraps is a, 
another easy option. Uh, but people have gotten creative. We had one restaurant who was using our sunflower sprouts on top of cupcakes. <laughs> wow. Add, add a little color, and they're kind of naturally sweet already. So. And they're a little buttery too, aren't they? They are, yeah. They have a really, really wonderful texture. Yeah, also great in smoothies, mm-hmm. any of the more mild greens. Um, pesto is another oh, one. Yeah, one of our right. chefs experimented with some pea microgreen pesto. That is phenomenal. Yeah, and so the other green variety we've got here today is called our Super Greens Blend, which is kale, peas, and sunflowers. It's, it's a little more mild and extremely versatile. Yeah, these mustard greens are spicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're really nice. I used to try and see how many I can put in my mouth as once at once without crying. <laughs> Not many. It really takes people by surprise at the farmer's market, too. They'll, you know, it's like 10 a.m., and they'll maybe just humor us and eat a sample, and they'll walk away huffing and puffing. <laughs> like they were not prepared for a green to taste like that. That's kind of, a, it's kind of like a cup of coffee almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good pick-me-up. Mm, that's really sweet. That's really good. Yeah, our super greens is our most popular variety. It's really delicious. Well, I really want to thank you guys for coming in and sharing your knowledge. And thanks again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Awesome. That's it for this episode of The Simple Plate. I'm Mark Idstrom, and I want to thank Jake and Bridget for sharing their story with us today. You can find more information about Superior Greens on Facebook. This episode of The Simple Plate is written and produced at KUMD by Mark Idstrom with music from Andy Halleck and Pola with support provided by Whole Foods Co-op of Duluth. More information and past episodes of The Simple Plate are available at KUMD.org under the Northland Morning drop-down menu where you can leave your comments or questions. The Simple Plate is also located wherever you find your podcasts so you can take us with you on your ride home from work or share us with your friends and family. Be sure to join us next time in our conversation with Cole Grotting of the UMD Food Farm, where we talk about food miles and some tips for your own garden. Here on 1033 KUMD's The Simple Plate.